Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, I haven't said that in a while. And we're back. Brown Ambition, Mandy and Tiffany. We're yep. still looking for that intro music, Mandy. Like, I need you to do a rap. Uh, I've kind of moved on. I feel like, okay. I feel okay. The people like it. <laughs> but I'm, I love how you got really deep with the hey, hey, hey. I feel like you went a little <laughs> Barry, Barry Manilow. Wait, which one is it? Barry White? Barry, Barry White. Okay. <laughs> I almost said Barry Black, but I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not his name. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so some, uh, what's buzzing? Well, first of all, I have to, have to, have to, I saw you posted it on our Brown Ambition Facebook page and I literally giggled, watched it again, giggled and sent it to everybody, black girl I know. <laughs> I think I know what you're You know what I about. mean. Uh, so the Today Show, OMG, what is happening over there? So do you want to tell the story or should I? Well, first of all, I didn't know it was just, it just happened this week. I thought this was like an old clip or something, but apparently poor Savannah Guthrie, they did a they did a segment on the Today Show about summer hairstyles, mm-hmm. and you have three beautiful women of color sitting on stools, and they're about to get one minute hairstyles. First of all, you tell any brown woman she can do her hair in one minute, and mm. she will tell you that is a lie, a lie, a bold face lie. <laughs> Unless you have locks, and even then, it's just to take them out of a ponytail. I can tell that producer did not do her fact checking because. <laughs> <laughs> data and statistics would have shown it takes at least 17 minutes to get anything resembling a good hairstyle exactly i digress anyway so you see this woman i don't know who she is or like what her business is you know how she got on national television but all you see is the girl in the middle getting the most ridiculous like hairstyle ever and she's just like talking really fast over this poor girl this poor model's head as she's yanking her curls and messing them Mm -hmm. up and like you see what kills me is you see the expression of the model's face and it is like such a fake smile like yes because she she knows she knows she can feel it you know first of all she came out there with beautiful curls like it had already looked fine it looked fine and like it's all the woman had to do was maybe a bobby pin on each side and like maybe scooped it up we would have been good but she perceived no, Mandy, when she said, I'm going to do a side ponytail, I nearly peed my pants. <laughs> a side ponytail? First of all, what is she, five? And then she proceeded to pull this girl's, this woman's hair into the craziest looking. And, like, you know, she didn't have the length, first of all, for a ponytail. If that wasn't bad enough, she took her bang and these curls that were the already bangs. done. There's a, a, you know, like if you're going to like separate a, a woman of color's curls, you do so gingerly. So you keep the bounce. No, no. She pulled them apart and just frizzed them up. I, I literally, I couldn't even breathe. I was laughing so hard. I was like, I have to send this to everyone. I mean, people have been posting it saying Jesus be offense. 
Essence posted it. It was like, what is going on? Did they really? But yeah, everyone is like, I can't, I can't. I looked it up. I did some research and I can't. I just can't. She looked like Patty Mayonnaise from Doug after she was done with her. Yes. It was not a cute look. It was. (laughs) Then you just see her face because they have to move. It's only supposed to take a minute, right? So they go to the next girl and all you see is this poor model like being the camera's panning away and she's just looking horrified. Like, what have I allowed to to happen to me? Yeah. Whew. Good touch, bad touch, everybody. You don't have to stand for that. <laughs> you don't. You Walk don't. off the air. Yes, just get up and say, I won't. I won't. <laughs> Man, we have to find out who she is. If you're out there, hair and model. You, yes. And you want to speak your mind, we, we, this is a safe split. This is a safe space. You can do <laughs> yeah. that here. Oh, my God. So if you are – so I've been um, letting my dream, dream catchers know – that we are, you know, we're here. I haven't been like sharing us as much. So if you're a new dream catcher, say hello, like comment, um, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, Hi, yeah. dream catchers. I, yeah. have, I have a pretty good feeling a good chunk of our listeners are dream catchers. And I'm not I'm, mad at that. And I'm hoping that like some new ones, because, you know, now that I put them in a goodie email. So this is our goodie every week on top of whatever else I send out, like in the goodie email. We started it this week. So... So hopefully we have some new folks to listen in and they enjoy. Make sure you follow Mandy. Because uh, sometimes you guys will tag me. I'm like, where's Mandy? <laughs> so make sure you follow Mandy Money, right, on Instagram. I'm right here. I've been here all along. Mandy with an I, though. Mandy Money on Instagram. So, yeah. Because someone tagged me in something and it was hilarious. They're like, I'm listening. And they tagged me. I was like, tag Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Tip always looks out for me. <laughs> So yeah, any other buzzworthies? I'm like looking through like our feed, like hmm, what's uh, what else is buzzing? Well, I want to go ahead and tease. We have a really special guest on the show today that we talked about last mm-hmm. week. Yes, our first guest in a while, Miss Kiana, and we've had our conversation with her. Get a tissue. I'm just gonna say, get a tissue. Um, grab a friend. Call your mom. Do whatever you can before because this interview will just give you life and inspiration in a good way. Yeah, no, it will. It just, it'll give you the warm and fuzzies. And then it is going to make you say, I can do it too. I'm I'm just going to tease it and say that she may or may not be a DC. Is that what you call yourselves? A DC? Mm-hmm, DC dream catcher. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the beehive. We've got the dream catchers. I like it. Right. Um, what else? Man, this week at work, I, um, yeah, I've been leaning in <laughs> and, and I'm I'm feeling the pain. It's a lot. I just feel really overwhelmed. I'm not going to lie. Work has been overwhelming. Overwhelming. Okay. Yeah. um, So it's been, I don't know if if you've ever, well, people out there, um, you've been running your business for a while, but when you start a new job, um, the first, it's always kind of like there's a transition period in the beginning and um, there's just so much to do and everyone's pulling you in different directions. And it's kind of, it's taken me a little while to sort of like focus, like a little bit longer than I would have liked to say. Um, but I'm trying to be a little bit nice to myself and just say, okay, it's a brand new job. Like you'll get the hang of it. Um, and I am, but since we're not going to do a tip section later, I want to do my little book recommendation now. Okay. Cause this week I was really struggling. Like I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can handle this. I was like working 12 hours and coming home late. And I downloaded this book on my Kindle. It's called the first 90 days. Now I know I'm 60 days late. But- <laughs> <laughs> But I'm catching up. 
this book, let me make sure I got that. It's like, a, it's one of the, it's, it's constantly on the bestseller business books, but it's not the kind of book that's like super sexy that you would, you know, just pick up at Barnes and Noble. But if you are starting a new job or you've been recently promoted or something, I would absolutely recommend getting this book. Um, the First 90 Days is by Michael Watkins and it's been out for like a decade, but it's still like the advice is so good. It was recently updated. And it basically helps you navigate your first 90 days on a new job, like whether you've been promoted or you did what I did and you're switching company, companies completely. And I think one of the things that resonated for me so well that he says in the book, and this is a guy who um, has worked, he's a Harvard Business School professor, so he knows his stuff. He said, he talks about how when you start a new job, especially if it's like a step up. So for me, I was going from being a reporter to now running a team and like being a manager for the first time. And he said that what we so often do is we focus on the thing we were good at that like made us really good at our old job. So for me, that was being a writer. And then we lose sight of like all the other stuff that is sort of like part of your new job. And then it can kind of lead you to fail. Um, and I was sort of seeing that in myself. When you get scared, you go back to what you know. And I was focusing a little bit on, you know, a, a little too much on writing when I should have been focusing on other stuff that was sort of more scary to me. Okay. So uh, he kind of like, he like shook me shook me awake a little bit this week and I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting back on track. Oh, that's good. And honestly too, sometimes, you know, I've, I was talking to my sister the other day cause she was like so disappointed that she applied for something and she didn't get it. She's trying to switch jobs. And I told her, you know, sometimes it's, it's the overwhelming feeling that helps you grow and push to the next level. Oh my God. You know? Yeah. If you're not yeah. terrified, then it's not worth it. it. Exactly. And you just, you're, and it, I told her like, you know, there's always going to be something that makes you say, oh my God, I can't, I totally can't do this. And then you'll stretch and you'll grow and you'll grow and you'll stretch. And then that thing that used to be so hard won't be so hard, but there'll be something new. And I said, you know, what will happen is you'll get better at managing the emotion of, I don't know how to do this. Honestly, I don't know how to do anything at the budgetista. Like everything we knew <laughs> that we do is always like, there's no precedent for it as, as far as in my life, you right. know? So there's always like, so how do you build an online academy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you figure it out. Yeah. How do you start a podcast? I didn't know. Exactly. You didn't know. You were like, so I did some Googles and, <laughs> <laughs> but you figure it out if you want it. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that like, I, it's okay not to know. It's okay to be overwhelmed, but you won't always feel like that. And putting one foot in front of the other really can create something magical. Totally. And it's easy to be really hard on yourself. Like I'm very ambitious, obviously. I got the brown ambition bug. And when you <laughs> when you feel like you're not, you know, you I talk a lot of I, – I, just like I said, you know, if it's not terrifying, it's not worth it. Like I always give that advice, but this is – like I genuinely take my own advice and it, it's – it keeps being terrifying and it keeps being stressful and you kind of have to like learn how to trust yourself and be nice as you're going through those growing pains because they're real and yeah. it, it like can bleed into all the, you know, I'm, I'd be like a little bit snappier to fian poor fiance boo. You know, you, you always have your like pretty game face on during the day and then you go home and it's like, you. I turn into like the monster from the crypt. <laughs> He's like, what did I do? <laughs> you're like you nothing. You're breathing. <laughs> So, and it's, Aww. but it's not okay. So I'm, I, uh, you have to sort of like, I'm trying to get better at like managing my emotions and not letting every little setback like pile up on top of itself. Yeah. yeah. And just like put me in a, in a funk. You know what I've been doing lately? I've been, um, 
I've been telling this to other people too, but I've been doing this for myself lately that helps. But because I, you know, you're going to get into funk sometimes and some funks, you're really just supposed to stay there for a little bit, but most of them are fairly temporary. So what I've done is I created like my like anti-funkalist, like things that I like to do that usually lift my spirit. So like taking a walk. Um, I love reading like random books, you know, not like I'm not you know, talking like I love reading marketing books, but if I'm in a funk, I want to read like the devil wears Prada, you know, yeah. like just something fun. Um, I love fixer upper on HGTV. Oh, oh my God. that is my jam. Right. Isn't first of all, Joanna and Chip Gaines, they are so freaking adorable. They're, aren't they? they? I don't think they're real. I think they're like aliens. <laughs> I just love Joanna. Me I'm too. just like Chip. Chip, I'm going to do some recessed lighting in here. Chip, <laughs> Chip, Chip, stop throwing that football, Chip. I told you. Right? And her, her taste is amazing. So I'm like, Joanna, fix my life. <laughs> and so I, you know, so that that's another one of my, like, you know, feeling like my uplifting things I can do. It's all like on my list. NDRE is another one. So I have like a list of things that when I'm in a funk, maybe take a nap. So when I'm in a funk, I'll run through them. Like, let me take a nap still mad. Let me go for a walk. Oh, I'm feeling better. Let me call Cabrell and ask him to go out to dinner. He's one of my really great friends and he just has such a great warm spirit. And so, and usually once I get down to two or three or four of the list, it will have broken or at least receded some. And so I encourage people to do that, to make a list of the things that really bring you genuine joy. And like, if you're feeling some kind of way to kind of work your way through them. Um, And sometimes none of them work, honestly. And I'm just like, well, I'm just in a bad mood. And so I just try to avoid people for a few days. (laughs) Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, guys, Tiffany, I'm so excited for our guest today. I am super excited for her, too. We don't often just invite random people off the streets of America onto the podcast, (laughs) but when you get an email like the one that I got from Miss Keona Harris from uh, Houston, Texas, you just got to have her on. Um, We talked about her last week, but just to recap, Keona decided to do her summer break for her daughter, her 13-year-old, just a little bit differently. You know, no camp. She decided to do a 50-state road trip. Um, throughout the entire United States that she's doing a little chunks and pieces. This year so far, she's already been to 12 states with her daughter, which is pretty impressive. Yes. Um, but they're not just like taking pictures in front of the, lo- the world's largest like porch chair and stuff like that <laughs> along the way <laughs> and eating at Cracker Barrel. They are doing all kinds of volunteer work and just being all around an, a super cute mom and daughter pair. So Kiona, I want to welcome you to Brown Ambition. Yes, welcome. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, Tiffany, for having me. So why decide to do a cross-country road trip with your daughter 
when she's 13? Like, does she appreciate it? How cool you are? You know what? I don't think she does. <laughs> no, she's um she's nine, so she's she doesn't well, she's realize. Oh, yeah, she's, she's nine, nine years old. Sorry. Yeah, By the she's time nine. she's thirteen, you want to finish it. Oh, okay, I got confused. Right. So I'll I'll tell you. I've always wanted to um, travel with her. Travel experience is a big deal to me, and so um, a couple years ago, um, I I decided to you know start our our 50 state world tour or, you know, us tour. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a road trip with some fam with some cousins and we went from the South up through like DC and back. And so that kind of was the, the catalyst of it. And okay. um, so each uh, up until she's 13 years old, I want to see all 50 States by the time she's 13. And then when she's 13, we're going to go internationally and hit one continent each year. So that by the time she's 20 years old, she's seen the world. That's my the bigger mm-hmm. vision seeing the world seeing the united states especially at a young age it's really just going to open up her just her the way she thinks about things but yeah go ahead mandy i'm just like wow i'm in awe honestly <laughs> i want to know i mean this must have come from a personal place for you why was it so important for your daughter to see the world did you did you do a lot of traveling when you were younger actually not at all um i i'm born and raised in sacramento california and i didn't leave california until i went away to college so at 17, I uh, went to Xavier University in New Orleans, and that was my first time out of the state. Wow. And then, um, um, so, and then I did a lot of traveling in college. I, I had friends from D.C., from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We, we were everywhere. My little red sunfire, wherever the sunfire could get to, we got there. <laughs> and, and then I went internationally for the first time. I was actually pregnant with my daughter and went to, um, to Italy, to Europe, mm. and there was a little, and I was super nervous being on a, on a plane, going out of the country. But there was a little boy who was like seven years old flying by himself. And I asked him, I said, are you nervous? Are you scared? He's like, no, I do this all the time. And now here I am, this big 26, 27-year-old woman, all scary. Um, but I've, I've, I love meeting new people and learning new cultures and just experiencing um, life outside of, you know, the world is bigger than your corner store, yes. you know, all of that. So I've always wanted, I think that's important, an important lesson I want to leave with her, leave her with. Okay. Is Let me get out of your, your box. So I think the burning question that a ton of people are thinking is how, how can you afford to do this? How are you making this happen financially? Well, um, last, maybe it was last year or the year before, Tiffany, I thought I joined your I joined your Dreamcatchers. Look group. at that. And that was not a setup. Yes. No. It was not a setup. I found Brown Ambition because of Dreamcatchers. So okay. I've started following you. I think a friend of mine told me about uh the Live Richer Challenge. And um so I I did that and I followed it to a T. It was two years ago. And within that year, um just following your 10-day program, I paid off all of my debt except student loans. Those are forever. give or take (laughs) give or take still working on that but I paid off all of my debt and I opened up my money buckets and my savings and my budgeting did everything that you suggested and really did change my life and how I view money and um, one of my money buckets was my travel my my vacation bucket okay and so um, I bought a house that year like all kinds of stuff so now I have student loans and a mortgage that's going to be forever. Wow. Um, but this this year in my money bucket for our vacation, um, I've been saving like $100 a month. 
Okay. So equals twelve hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the budget, the cash that I took on this trip, and I stayed accordingly. I wanted we're going through twelve different states, so I said I want to spend at least a hundred dollars in each state, including gas, lodging, food. So the okay. cities where we went and we could stay with friends or family, we did that. Um, and then the activities that I found in advance, a lot of times they were free. It's you know free to go into um, see different monuments and things like that. Um, and I can actually, I came back with money still. So that's awesome. That's amazing. Pretty good. So yeah. I want to do a slow clap. I know. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'm cheesing because that's not what I was expecting you to say. And I, you know, it wasn't a setup. I'm like, no, that is, it's stories like that, that make, you know, like what me and Mandy do. Like, that's the reason why, you know, that we think that women in particular, you're capable and you're able. Sometimes yeah. it's just a lack of not knowing how. Right. And it does take discipline. So and I'm a single parent as well. So, you know, if something is important to you, you make provision for it. Uh, And travel is very, very important to me. This experience is very important to me. So I made sure to make provision for it. Mm. Well, I just want to say as a, you know, I grew up when I was when I was your daughter's age, my mom had just gotten divorced. And I remember those years after the divorce has being like the best years with my mom. So I think it's so cool what you're doing because you never are closer to your your kids, I don't think, until something like that happens. So Yeah, yeah. And that's true. I actually went through divorce last year, too. So a lot of changes in our lives and um, happened in a short amount of time. And um, going, you know, coming through and from, from that, uh, she's the only child. So I don't have, you know, I don't have to divide my attention to other other kids. I just want to, you know, give her the best of me. And hopefully I'm doing that. I also, um, I worked, you know, I I left my planned, you know, financially planned as well to leave my full-time job to pursue entrepreneurship. I'm a private count, uh, a licensed counselor. And I started my practice full-time two months ago. And uh, while she was spending the summer with her dad, I just felt like when she comes back, this, I won't never have this time again. I don't have to uh, you know, at request PTO. I don't, you know, all those different things that you do when you have a full time job. So yes. I said, let me just go ahead and and just do this. And when school starts, that's that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. I mean, you always hear these stories about these surveys and studies. You know, how many Americans don't take their vacation days or take time for a family? I mean, you made it work. You're a single parent. You're working full time, transitioning to a you know your own business. What advice do you have for other people, other parents out there who just feel like there's no time? for them to do this sort of thing? Uh, well, when you say there's no time, we we have to prioritize ourselves. Work is always going to be there. And, and I was one of those people when I had PTO days to take, but I couldn't or I wouldn't because the work would get backed up. And I just really had to look at my situation or, you know, look at my things like what's most important um, or what what's, what is more important to me? My child was going to daycare all day, go to school all day, and I didn't get home till it's time to just put her to bed. And I didn't want that life for her, you know. I didn't I didn't want that life for us. So I had to have a you know hard look at self and say you know I I don't need to give my the best of my years and my time to an institution when my daughter needs me most. And it was scary, like. Entrepreneur life is not all that you know. I sexy. I thought it would be. It's mm-hmm. definitely not sexy. Every you know, Tiffany's like some days mm-hmm. I'm like, sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I need a job. I need a job. What you <laughs> but, better you better sell it. Everybody out there want to be yeah. an entrepreneur. It is not for right. the faint of heart. 
It is not. But then I have friends that say, you don't need a job. You are your job. So I have a lot of encouragement, mm-hmm, a lot good. of encouragement around me. I'm grateful for it. And and then um, even as a counselor, when I have families come in, you know, they're dealing with their the issues of their teenage children. And it's not necessarily too late to reach their child, but their child, there's there's a disconnect because they didn't reach them when she, they were six, seven, eight, nine years old. So now they're 16 and there's a breakdown and you want me to fix it. So, um, I, yeah, I, I just see the, the value of putting family first, what's most important and prioritizing that way. I have an unrelated question to like finances or even what we're really talking about, but you just brought up something interesting. I've always wondered, and Tiff and I have kind of touched on this before when you're surrounded by people who have all this energy and then you're kind of taking on that energy. Like as a therapist in your job, how do you protect yourself from all that, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming negative, not happy energy? And I think anyone could probably use this advice just in everyday life. I'm waiting with bated breath because I get the, (laughs) oh my God, I'm not, you know, I can't pay this or I don't have that. And it can be a lot. So yes, what do you do? Well, it's as a therapist, you, we are trained to, um, we don't own someone else's problem or issue. So I don't, although I, I care and I empathize, it's your problem to fix out and to, you know, resolve. I'm just here to help you guide you through it. Um, so sometimes the things that people say and tell you are, are very heavy and, and just being human, it's easy to, you know, absorb that. But um, that's why you, every therapist has a therapist or should have a therapist. You mm-hmm. have to have your own oh, your really? own outlets. And yes, yes. I if it's not a therapist, you're you. I have good friends, like my my best friends, my you know, family members who I can just be myself with. And self care is very important. Do the most of what to, you know uh, is important to you to relax. I love water, so um, I moved to Houston because it was closer to the water. I lived in Dallas before, so whenever I'm just uh, need to kind of think and get away, I'll go sit by the beach or something. Um, I also work out a lot um, just for the energy, you know, just kind of get some of that energy. And I and I'm a night owl. I stay up. Um, I get inspiration in the middle of the night sometimes. So I'll get up and have to write things down. And um, you, you, I love also. Um, children. So my daughter being the only child, I, I will go find kids to play with. <laughs> so, so we'll, yeah, I do a lot of stuff like that with my little cousins and I'm a, um, yeah, they, they come around a lot and they love game nights and stuff at my house. Cause that keeps me ha- not having to be so heavy all the time. Yeah. It's hard when you have a kid around They're They're like their own form of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Supergirl. And a lot Super- cheaper. Right. She certainly teaches me. Yeah. And Maya's fun. This this trip was was amazing just to see her be nine. And, um, you know, I think I did a video for my Facebook page, just what I learned from her um, about just being you're slowing down. So I'm a, usually it's a real go, go, go type of person. Mm. And Maya is very like sauntering and slow. So while uh-huh. we're walking through Chicago and I'm like on it, I'm on a uh, time frame like we got to see this side and we got to get back in the car and head to Milwaukee and I'm walking real fast I have long legs so my stride is a lot longer than hers and um she would she grabbed my hand and she was like mommy let's walk like she tried to walk in step with me we'd have to count down and walk on the same foot mm-hmm. so she just saw that as it's a game to her but I took that as mommy slow down don't miss the journey 
you know, trying to get to the destination. And um, so I, if there's a lot of lessons to have been learned just in that experience, if you pay attention to your kid, you can learn so much. That is such a so, sweet image you just painted. I know. <laughs> I might, I might have teared up. I need to go call my mom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just so... So if you, if there's someone who's listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to, even if it's not with their child or, or maybe it's with their significant other or by themselves, I want to to do that. Um, what's, what would you tell them like the first step, the first thing they can do? They're like, I have debt. I don't have any money. You know, everybody, everyone, this is what I get from everyone. Like, I don't, I don't have the income. I don't make enough and I have a whole bunch of debt. What would you say their first step should be? The first step would be look in your own backyard. Um, I live in Houston and I, there are so many things to do here. I have yet to expand. I've only lived here a year. So a lot of times the museums have free days or, you know, find something that was, that's within, with, within your budget, your lane. Um, and you'll get the same experience because if it's your, you know, your, your child or your children, even a significant other, just enjoy what is available to you. What are your options? Don't look at what the next person is doing or have done. Um, it's one, it's free to help people. The community service thing, I literally, um, posted in a Facebook group, Hey, I'm a counselor from Houston. I'm going on a road trip and I want to serve the communities while I'm there. Any, any nonprofit organizations out here willing to let me come do something. And I got responses that way. All it took was an, an email or, you know, something like that. Um, it doesn't really, it doesn't take much money. It takes your time, but it doesn't take money to do something like that. We didn't even get to the, the real cool part of your story. The other cool part <laughs> is the fact that you guys, you know, were doing volunteer work. Can you talk about some of those experiences? Sure. Um, so aside from travel, community service, I'm really, really big on being a good citizen and giving back in your community wherever you are. And that's another nugget I want my daughter to know and experience. And um, so when we went to um, not in every city, we didn't get to do something. I tried. Um, at first, I had went to like a United Way website and was trying to connect with, you know, bigger nonprofit organizations. But they're... Um, their systems are set up a little different where you have to have mm -hmm. a background check and, you know, stuff like that. And so um, that's when I put that ad out into the Facebook group. And I uh, met um, online a lady named Sheena uh, Thomas, and she has a nonprofit group. She mentors kids. And this was in uh, Arkansas. And so she invited me to come out and I did a group with them. Um, they're about about 15 adults or parents and then about 20 to 30 children. And the activity that I did with them, it was so amazing. So I had the, the child sit in a chair. They were like the king or the queen on the throne. And I had all the parents, adults, they had to come down the line and say something positive about this child to, to the child. And so, if you, you know, if you imagine a kid sitting there and you have 15 to 20 adults coming down a line affirming you uh, uh, encouraging you, saying you're smart, you're beautiful, you're worthy. Um, and it just felt so good. And there was some um, some mother-daughter pairs or some, you know, there was a mom who got, when she got in front of her daughter, I think the little girl was like maybe 16 or 17. And you could see the the things that she was saying was very heartfelt. And, and at the end, I had asked the kids, how did it make you feel to hear such positive things about yourself. And then, you know, they say, oh, it felt good. And then, but with that 17 year old girl, she said, I, at first I was just 
hearing, you know, I, I heard what they were saying, but then I really listened to what they were saying and it made me cry because we don't give back. We don't give back and talk to our kids that way. Mm-hmm. Like one girl, she said, you never, you don't really hear good things like that. And especially now it's so important to affirm our kids because um, they are seeing these negative images on TV, um, in social media or wherever the case may be. So it is so important that if you don't build your child up, you're, you're not even to your birth child, your community of children. If you don't, if you're not feeding into them, no one else is going to do it. So, oh my gosh, you're like my new favorite person. <laughs> can, I, can I be your friend? I know, right? I'm like, so. I want to be your friend. <laughs> so can we call each other like around 5 p.m. every Tuesday, every Thursday? <laughs> no, honestly, I just wish more people thought like that because I truly believe that, you know, giving activates abundance and that Absolutely. you don't have to. What I love about what you're doing is that you're teaching your daughter that you don't have to do these huge acts of service to change the world, that you can literally just affect the circle, the small mm-hmm. network and circle around you, and that mm-hmm. effect will ripple through exactly. time, you know? Yeah. And when you yeah. talk about young kids, when I was a little girl, it's it's incredible when I think back how young I was when I was on a diet. I think I had my first diet when I was like eight years old, seven years old. And I was, and you read about kids and how their confidence, especially young girls, just mm-hmm. plummets by the time they get into like high school, middle school age, um, from when they were little kids, and they're so confident. Um, and you're right; it's like you need to to nurture that confidence and make sure it doesn't wane as as they get older, because um, then it just carries you through college, and then in your mm-hmm. career, and then you you look up and you have to make up for all this lost time. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You have a lucky little daughter. Yeah, you, you do. <laughs> One day she'll realize it because you know they don't realize it. You know, you know how it is. You were a daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you still are, but yeah, like you know, you don't realize until you get. I would say late twenties, and you're like, oh, so the fact that you fed me and like had a place cheap, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> she's she's a really cool kid, though. I don't, I can't take credit for it. she. She's always been just a real cool kid she's the kind of kid where you say maya what do you want for christmas and she'll say mm, surprise me she's Aww. always been that way <laughs> oh she's a better kid than me right I'm like, <laughs> let me get my list out <laughs> right she's, she's always been there i don't know where this kid came from but i'm blessed i'm very blessed to have him god i'm glad that god gave her to me so tell us if you want to follow your work where can people find you mm-hmm I have my website is www.bridgesbehavioralhealth.org. I am on uh, Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Bridges Behavioral Health. And also I'm on psychology today as Kiana Harris, licensed professional counselor. That's spelled K-E-O-N-A Harris, LPC. And you probably have to search Houston to find me there. People of Houston. Go find her. <laughs> <laughs> Full of Houston. Yes, ex- exactly. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Kiana. Thank you, ladies. You guys have a good evening. You too. You too. Bye-bye. I feel all warm and fuzzy. I know. I love when people are just good people. You're like, oh, my God. I need to be a better person. How long have I lived in my new neighborhood? I haven't done anything. Honestly. And I'm like lazy. People are always like, yeah, but you give for a living. I'm like, yeah, but it's different. Like, well, it's gotta be nice to hear her story. 
No, it like, is. Like, literally, because of you, she did what you instigated in her. She it, accomplished what she wanted. And it just, it doesn't even feel real. Like, it's, honestly, people always say, how does it feel? And I'm like, I don't know. I feel always so detached and removed because it it's almost like I cannot conceive that that's what something I created has has helped to bring that about. So instead of, like, because I can't conceive of it, it's, like, over there. You know what I mean? It's weird. Mm. Because I'm just like, how? This was just something where I was like, you know what? I'm so sick and tired of everybody telling me that they can't help women, especially women of color. I'm going to make something. I'm tired of begging these companies and then telling me no. I'm going to do it. And then for someone to say, oh, I'm taking my daughter around the country, then around the world. You're like, wait, what? (laughs) But I made that in my PJs in my house. (laughs) Yeah, so it's just, I'm just really grateful. And just, I love hearing stuff like that. But you could tell she was going to find a way. She just needed, and that's what, why, like I said before, that's why it's so important what we do because so many women, I think Farnoosh told me, she was like, you know, that it's so important, Tiffany, that you win. She was like, not even for yourself, but because you're a woman and because you're a woman of color, quite honestly, there are going to be people who would otherwise not benefit. But you winning, you know, because sometimes, you know, I shrink a little. I'll be like, well, I'm good. This is enough. This is and learning to like, no, go for it all. Not because of you. So you could be the limelight or whatever. But because because you being out there means that someone who likely would not get help or would not be seen or whatever, it's got to get that opportunity. And so, like, I think I forget. I think she said that on that panel. You guys did something to that effect. And since then, I have been like um, not allowing myself to shrink back. Because I feel like, well, you know, I'm, it's good enough. I'm doing well enough. I'm making enough. And I think to myself, well, it's maybe enough for you, but not enough for everyone. Well, certain people are always going to win. And I think it's when the people who don't always win, women, people of color, when we are in positions of power, yep. um, it just makes everything more balanced. Exactly. Um, and people, yeah. yeah and, and people question it all the time. Like, what does it matter? Just, you know. What does it matter the color of the president or the sex of the president? Like it matters. Maybe not to you who's always winning and feels like everything is okay. But for the rest of us, um, it matters hugely. So Yeah, it does. Thank take, you for having just me. take a little bit of a bow. Come on. <laughs> it's hard. I'm not, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But it's always like, ah, that's right. Okay, next, next. Okay. All right. We can move <laughs> along then. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Lavish compliments upon me. I will take them. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.